Are you ready to learn what red flags keep an eye out for when looking for love? Then we've got you covered. I'm Brianna. And I'm Alex. And this is the podcast where we unpack reality TV and call out the bullshit. So that you show up confidently while dating and in relationships. Welcome to Ditch the the Script. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Hello. How are you? Ooh, today, tired. But generally, yeah, yeah, I know. Let's do it. Preaching to the choir. Sunday sleeping. We're tired. You know what, though? Doing this gives me life, so I'm grateful for it. Um, completely agree. Mm. It's almost, (laughs) I was like, Mm -hmm. it's almost like therapy for me, (laughs) even though it's so not that, but in a way it feels like that. It's like, oh my God, I need this weekly chat. Yeah, actually, like, there's something about, like, obviously, it's it's really great to be able to carve out a space and really, like, talk about the things that you're going through directly. But you know what? Sometimes we don't have to fucking talk about it. Sometimes we can just do the things that we enjoy. And that is energizing just as well. Oh, like, hell that's, yeah. That's food for the soul. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, if there ever was true chicken soup for the soul, it's this. Yeah, it's hanging out with your bestie. Yeah, and talking about <laughs> so many cool things on a philosophical level, but also just yeah. like a real life level too. Relatable. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Relatable life stuff. Um, uh, professional stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think we're lucky in that like like being in, in the profession of like interpersonal relationships, like it's just so fun. It's so oh my fun. God. Yes, it is. It is. So yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, Alex and I were going back and forth this weekend a bit via voice now, just like catching up on like dating stuff, my dating stuff, <laughs> my <laughs> dating stuff. <laughs> um, and so something that like I wanted to talk about here with my professional on hand is a change in tune that I've had uh, lately, which I feel like is absolutely serving me as I'm like dating um, a bit more casually because like I, for anyone who doesn't already know this, like I am a veteran dater. Like I have been dating for a very long time. I spend I've spent most of my adult life single and not in relationships. And a lot of that time I spent absolutely fucking lutely hating dating. I hated it. I hated it. I don't know. How did you feel? How did you feel when you were dating? Oh my God. It was so frustrating and annoying. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it happens. Cause it's just like, something's got to give. Like, is it there's someone else yeah. there for me? Like, yeah, you're like, it's, yeah. it's groundhog's day. It's the twilight zone. You're stuck in a fucking like crazy loop. And you just feel like, does like, am, am I in a glass case? Does anyone see me? <laughs> is anyone hearing me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I have had so much more experience feeling like this doesn't feel worth it. Feeling really jealous of, oh, yeah. Generally feeling pretty jealous of like friends of mine that were in like committed partnerships. And this is just being me super real, like not necessarily yeah. jealous of them and like show and like putting that energy out there because I love my friends and I want them to be happy. And I share that happiness with them. I do not put that on them. When, when I feel those big feelings, like jealousy, some uglier stuff, like I reserve that for my own time <laughs> Right. because yeah. I, 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 I care too much about the relationships to like let that bleed in. But 
in particular moments while I was dating in Boston, I would feel I'd be like in the cold, 20 degrees out at night, you know, got the cute outfit on the little jacket, huffing and puffing on my way to a date, a first date, someone that I'm meeting from online that I'm not even certain that I like, or is even worth me leaving my house, my warm house on a Wednesday fucking night when I have work tomorrow and every other day after that. And being yeah. like, my married friends don't have to do this. And being They mad. did at one point though. Yeah, but you know what? They didn't because they they didn't. They didn't they because met they all met in before. school. Those lucky <laughs> <Yeah>. bitches. <laughs> Yo, exactly. So I, I'm I'm painting this picture to just give people that weren't with me on that journey to like I was valid for feeling frustrated but I also want us to know that like when you when you live in that emotional space and that's your view on dating that is how you show up yeah yeah I had totally. a friend that was like Brianna like dating should be fun I was like it's not it's never been fun she was like well that's such a bummer and then maybe you shouldn't do it and she was right <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is something that, you know, in Ready, Set, Swipe, my group that I'm with right now, we were kind of talking mm -hmm. about this the other day because she's like, I'm just annoyed and I'm frustrated. And she specifically was actually complaining or venting, I should say, about um, a guy who reschedule rescheduled on her twice. And she's like, like, to me, that's just not OK. And I'm like, why? What's that about? Like, do you never allow yourself to reschedule? And she was like, no, mm. I don't, because that's not what you do. And I'm like, mm. so maybe your judgment of this person rescheduling, because I asked, like, what were what was his reasons, you know, and first it was a work thing. And the second thing was he just wasn't in the right headspace. I'm like, to me, those are valid reasons, because yeah. if the shoe was on the other foot and you were having a day where you weren't in the mood to be there, I think it's absolutely understandable for you, you to give yourself permission to skip out on it. And absolutely. so the reason I bring this up is that energy and that frustration that she was carrying, even on this call, just talking about this experience she was having with this one guy. She's like, I'm just so over it. Like, if you're going to date, you show up to the date. Like, what, what's wrong with people? And I'm like, this is actually more a reflection of you and your own energy than it is of dating or this other person. And mm. so later that week, because that was last Monday, later that week, she actually went mm -hmm. on a date with him and she had a great freaking time. And so she was really thankful for the gut check. But like, it's yeah. true. You're absolutely spot on. When we allow these frustrations to eat at us, it really inhibits the way we perceive dating as well as the energy that we carry with us while actually going out and meeting these people. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it really can make or break you. And so mindset, man, everything Mindset's leads everything. back to mindset. I I really appreciate you being in the position that you're in to give her that feedback because I think it's so important for us to, to us to have that perspective on ourselves because it's really easy to do the work on yourself and say, I'm a catch, I'm a catch, I'm a catch. I want that for us. I've, I've felt that way about myself for a long time and still to know that that's not enough because you need to be aware of like your expectations and, and, and like the limits that you put on yourself and other people yeah. in actually getting to know one, one another. And when you feel it's easy to feel really validated and saying, this is hard. This sucks. This isn't always fun. You're right. So why don't you make sure that every time that you choose to date, it's genuinely because you want to and not because you feel like you have to. Right. Right. Yes. Preach.
If I had so, a gavel, I would hit it. <laughs> we would hit it and say, that's it. That's the bottom line. I think for me, and it, like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you got to move to another state. Stay where, <laughs> stay right where you are. Figure out your mindset. But for me, I, I, had, I had such a busy social network in Boston and I was, I was, what I was looking for out of dating, I wanted commitment right away. I wanted someone to know, know who, how they felt about me immediately so that I could cut to the chase. Mm. And so I walked away from a lot because I, I didn't feel like I was getting that energy. And for me, I was like, why am I going to waste all my time spending, you know, going on dates in the middle of the week? I'm exhausted, drinking beer, drinking burgers when I don't really want to be doing that. Um, drinking burgers, <laughs> eating burgers. I loved it. Let's keep it. <laughs> No need to fix that. <laughs> um, and <laughs> that's the and vibe, people. That's the vibe. That's where we're at. So big little snapshot of our of our mindset right now. Um, we and and feeling like I'm not. This doesn't feel worth it. This time spent with these people that I barely know doesn't feel worth it because mm. I'm. It's time spent away from my own self care or my own friends. Then I shouldn't have been dating at all during that time. Right. Even if I did want a partner. And now I moved, I have no friends. Um, I have like one friend and then my parents and, um, and I it frees up all of this time and I have Tucker <laughs> and it frees up all of this time to like actually go out with people because I want to go out with them. I'm mm. seeing these people through a different light. It's not that they're better here. They're probably not. <laughs> and, and for the first time I'm having actual fun not like yeah yes. dating's fun like being single it's like goals 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 no i'm <laughs> actually having fun i'm like allowing myself to like flirt and yeah. see a couple people at the same time like Ooh, that yeah. yeah and like that energy is coming off of me and showing up where i am and people are responding to that yeah dude like i'm stoked for you I love all the updates that I get, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it is, it's so true what you're saying. And I really hope, you know, I just want everyone to perk their little ears up because this is so freaking important. It's like when you take the expectation of the end result and stop chasing mm -hmm. the carrot, you know, cause like dating yeah. the carrot on the other side for many is marriage, right? A long-term commitment of some sort. And when we just, when we're present, <laughs> When we just focus on what we're experiencing right now in this very moment, like the amount of one anxiety that you can let go of and two, the uh, ability to, to form connections mm -hmm. is much more available to you and accessible. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you know, I'm just, I'm so proud to hear about all of that. I'm so freaking stoked for you and everyone listening who's been in a dating rut just enjoy it. Just freaking enjoy yeah. it. Like you have because nothing to lose. Let's think about it. I'll use myself as, as an example, but I really feel like I'm like, like the bell curve of like everyone else that, that like loves this show with us. That does, that is like on this journey with us, especially for yeah. any of us that are single. It's like we, you and I are the same and you have to imagine there's going to be a time when you do find yourself in a partnership. And I hope yeah. for myself and for everyone else that it's one that we feel really good about. Yeah. Um, so if you imagine that this time is actually limited and that there is a time limit on how much longer you're going to be single and you have this full yeah. range of independence and you can like 
allow yourself to flirt with different people and, and see how, what, like what being around different people like brings out of you, please. Like, don't you want to enjoy it? Yes. Don't you want to like have fun doing that? Mm -hmm. Doesn't that sound like something that if you knew wasn't going to last forever, you would want to make the most out of? Absolutely. Yes. 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 I love that. I love the reframe and the thought you know, loop that we all get like, when am I going to get in a relationship? It's like, wait, how long left do I have to be single? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Cause like single, the, the trope is kind of everyone who's single wants to be in a relationship. Everyone who's in a relationship wants to be single. And mm-hmm. that just goes <laughs> to show neither being single nor in a relationship actually bring you true happiness. It's dependent on you right? Mm-hmm. To create that for yourself. And so find the gratitude, find the joy, find the um, serendipitousness of it all and just soak it up. Yeah. Soak yeah. it up. Yeah, no time totally. exists, but right now. So right now, on that wave. Yeah. If things blow up in my face, I promise I will come back to this show <laughs> on air humbled. with my tail. <laughs> yeah. Humble. <laughs> my tail between my legs and I'll tell you what I learned from it. Yeah. You know, I think you're going to learn that the way you're dating now is the is actually going to way work. to go. Yeah. It yeah. Is. Yeah. It's your end results closer than you think with that. Kind I of needed to get, I needed to, I needed a program like ready, set, swipe, like in 2015. Dude, I'm here for it. I know. I mean, that's literally anyone who's doing that right now is like so lucky. It's like, this is, these are important conversations we should be having with, our, yeah. with each other. And it's so fun because one of them that's in that group with me is a guy and he's almost 40, like late thirties. And he has Mm. a heart of gold and is just like truly trying to figure out like what, what's going on. And so it's fun because the girls are getting a straight males point. Everyone in my group, this cohort is straight. So it's interesting to like kind of have an open discussion Mm -hmm. around men versus female. And he gets to hear what the females are experiencing and vice versa. And it's just like, you know, I love it for them because I think that's, you know, there's this thing called an expander or in psychology in like the coaching world, the spiritual woo woo world, they call it an expander. Um, Uh Whereas in psychology, disconfirming experiences is like what we want to chase to allow our nervous system to know that you know, what we've been accustomed to doesn't necessarily always happen. So let me explain this better. If yeah, you, what's a disconfirming experience? So for example, if you, I'm going to use me, <laughs> yeah. Vanna Whiting myself. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I grew up in a household where whenever I would try and express my emotions, I was told mm-hmm. you're sensitive. That's not what I was gaslit. Right. Yeah. And so Within relationships, Alex did not feel comfortable ever expressing her emotions or being like, hey, if we could do this, I would feel so much more connected. I was terrified. So I silenced myself in all of my relationships. And so Mm -hmm. when I got into a healthy relationship and I spoke up because at this point I had made the commitment to myself because I've learned, okay, not healthy for your partner to gaslight you. So let's find a partner who you feel safe expressing yourself with, right? When I started speaking up for myself and had a partner instead of gaslight me or get mad at me for having feelings and needs, and I actually had my partner respond in kind and say, you know what, like, thanks for letting me know I'm going to do better moving forward. And like, of course, I'll do that Mm -hmm. for you. That's a disconfirming experience because it's disconfirming Mm. 
the limiting belief that if I speak up, I cause problems or if I speak up, I'm perfect. Gonna be, so that is a disconfirming experience. It allows your body and brain to say, oh, shit, partners like that actually exist. I can actually this set a boundary okay. or do whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what a disconfirming experience is. And so within what I'm talking about with ready, set, swipe, women hearing a man say, these have been my struggles with dating. This is what I've been getting from women. And for them mm -hmm. to hear, you mm -hmm. know, like, oh, this is his story. Because he's a really like, he's a cool dude. Um, well, and, and he's, if he's in his late thirties, he's like, he's got experience under his belt. He's been through yeah, this. He's had a few couple serious relationships and he's like, he even admitted on the last call. He's like, Oh, actually hearing you say that makes me realize like what I could have done better. So like, he's open to like learning and point. growing. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. they love that because women have this limiting belief that men are trash and they don't give a shit about a yeah. woman's feelings mm -hmm. and that they aren't willing to grow. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. There's men out there yeah. who give a shit about about their mental health there's in fact it says that on his hinge profile because he sent me screenshots of what his hinge profile <laughs> looks like so i could give him feedback mm -hmm. and it literally says that on there like i value mm -hmm. someone who appreciates their mental health and that to me yeah. is sexy mental health is sexy you know so yeah. it's like yeah totally it exists and so for him to see women investing in themselves and being like okay this is what i want to work on he's like okay women like that exist too so yeah. it's really fun to have this container where everyone, without even realizing it, they are having these disconfirming experiences that are allowing them to show up on dates without the jadedness, without the um, already the expectation that's set of what the outcome's going to be. So yeah. it's been dope. You're bridging a gap. It's bridging a gap. It's it's really important. And I, I've said this about a lot of things, um, not just specific to dating, but if men and women are able to commit to like having de-escalated but like serious conversations honest conversations about our unique perspectives and check when we start to get defensive and feel like we need to defend our entire um identity group to say well this is how women always feel in these situations like really like sit back listen let them let them talk and we expect that we're going to get the same kind of respect in return. We will learn a whole oh, lot from one another. Absolutely. Lot. I feel that way about politically as well. Like yes. if, if you want any opportunity for us to bridge a gap and be able to, um, if you want, <laughs> if you want the group that you feel so disconnected from to better understand you, your needs, your struggles, you one, you're going to need to talk to them <laughs> and two, you're going to need to, you're going to need to hear them as well. Yeah. So I love that. I think that's, that's a really beautiful example of why that works and why that's going to, that will individually benefit each of those people in that group. If they choose to take that, take all of that worth from yeah. that experience. Yeah. So cool. it's love that. freaking great. Yeah. Well, we hope everyone's exhilarated because we are. <laughs> okay. We're so exhilarated. We have. <laughs> so exhilarated. Exhilarated. We can't see it, but we feel it. <laughs> um, all right. We are finally wrapping up Married at First Sight. Season oh my 14. God. What a long road. And, you know, we're going to go through it. We're going to get on to the second episode of The Ultimatum. If we have time, we'll get to a, um, a question from the internet. But let's just, let's just, let's just deep dive. Let's -a go, Dolphin. as Mario would say. Right into it. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, maths, decision day. Woo! Generally, 
Should I spoiler alert this? Um, which I don't know what you're going to spoiler over. I'm not. My telepathy is <laughs> not quite fully functioning yesterday. So. <laughs> yes, my spoiler. We're just going to roll with it. My okay. spoiler alert is that everyone stayed together. Dude. I know. I was glad that I called it with Jasmina and Mark and Lindsay, like Jasmina, Michael, Mark yeah. and Lindsay. But Katina and Alonjuan, yeah. I was surprised. I thought for sure he was going to be like, well, nope. And he started to say that. <laughs> I really thought it was going to be no. The ent- I, I didn't like any of it. I didn't. No, like me neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, disclaimer. Just because everyone walked away on the show together doesn't mean that they should have. Agreed. In my opinion. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. I was so, yelling at the, at the freaking computer. Cause that's television. right. Yeah, yeah. The television, but Watch I watched it. it on my laptop. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I was yelling at my laptop, uh, during that one, especially. So, you know, we'll get there. We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Where do you want to start? I don't know. Let's just, let's yeah. True to the show. The, the show gave us, um, Jasmina and Michael. Okay. Let's start with them. Jasmina and Michael. Michael. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, so yeah. um, I loved that the <laughs> experts were as annoyed or frustrated or surprised, whatever, at like feeling emotion you want to put in there about them not having sex too. Okay, like, yeah. oh my god, like freaking. Yes. We've been we've been saying for the last couple of weeks we're just like put numbers in the board. Yeah, get your intimacy activities up. Um, yeah. And the experts really like echoed that. Uh, it's almost 100%. like we all like, had a powwow ahead of Yeah, time. maybe they listened to our show. <laughs> oh, a year, you know, a year before. They had a feeling. Before DTS they, they even existed, they listened <laughs> yeah, right. to this episode. <laughs> recording right, right now. now. <laughs> you know, time doesn't exist, you know? This whole, like, quantum thing, the... quantum physics thing. Uh, listen. Yeah, you never know. If there's anything that I feel certain about <laughs> is that lifetime productions are possible. <laughs> they can jump dimensions. So they can. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, they have alien um, technology. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, like, I think that Mike and Jasmina sort of, they're not going to sugarcoat that they have more growing to do in their relationship. But I was really happy to hear that they are not willing to give up the connection that they have formed just because they don't feel, pause, reframing this, Jasmina doesn't feel as, like, romantically connected him by decision day. You know, like, I think... You know what was also really cool that they opened up is that there's a little bit of um, Mike hanging back because he's trying to be respectful and he wants to move at Jasmina's pace. And Jasmina's thinking that Mike is reading her mind and assuming that, like, she's okay with things before she's made any uh, gesture of, of, you know, accepting any of that. So, you know, she's not using body language that says, yeah, like, come over here. Like, let's, yeah, let's touch or let's cuddle or let's do a thing. And she's not saying it either. But she, she said this thing where she was like, well, like Mike would know. And then Mike was like, actually, I don't part of my whole thing is that I don't know. And based on how their relationship started, he's fucking terrified of her. (laughs) Yeah. A wee bit. So like he wasn't. He he didn't he didn't want to like push her too far because of how she's reacted in other ways. That's not her fault. But the thing is, is like 
if if you're not connecting, maybe it's important to check in with yourself and say, have I given my partner different green lights? And maybe I discuss green lights um, so that I don't have to say it all the time right? Uh, to like show that I'm open to affection. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. I think I think this happens a lot in relationships where you maybe set a precedent at one point, like how Jasmina did, you know, I'm not fully comfortable with moving physically right now or moving towards that right now. And then time goes on and you forget that you stated that when the other person is taking you at your word. And so if you're the person that sets that boundary, you also need to be the person to open up that boundary because it's not mm-hmm. fair for you to make the assumption that they're going to pick up on these subliminal you know, messages that you're cool with them making a move or whatever it is in the relationship. In this instance, it's very much physical intimacy, but applies to everything. You know, for example, even with me, I used to tell all my partners, don't get me flowers. I have a black thumb. I kill every plant that I get which we're going to be working on. Brianna, I need your plant mom life. We're working on it. And so (laughs) we'll work on it together. Um, But I told him that. And now I'm like, you know what? No, like I love tiger lilies. Can someone please get me some tiger lilies? You know what I mean? So it's like that, that we're allowed to change our minds is what I'm trying to say. And Mm. if you do change your mind, you need to be the one to open your mouth and communicate your mind changing. Yeah. yeah. So that, because it's not fair to them. So m- I'm really proud of Michael for speaking up for himself there because totally. that's something that Jasmine is going to need to continue to work on. Um, and we even saw that in the previous episode where she was talking to her guy friend and he was like, have you thought of communicating any of this to him? And he was, she goes, well, now I have. And I'm like, but that should always be the default, right? That's, so that's her, that's the work that she needs to do. Yeah. You know? Totally. I think, I don't think that Jasmina thinks that she's a perfect person, but I think that she doesn't see herself as having a whole lot of growing to do when it comes to being a like healthy contributing partner. And she is a wonderful partner. She's like got respect oozing from her pores. Um, and she's strong and she's very intelligent and she's supportive, but you need to remember that none of your partners or anyone else in your life is a mind reader and they don't just get you and can read everything on your face. You got to, you got to let people know what you need from them or what they, yeah. What you need from them. Yes, that's correct. What you need from them. So we're drinking, we're drinking burgers, baby. We're drinking drinking burgers. burgers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, I'm really happy that these two stayed together. I'm really glad that Jasmina is, I'm, you know, side note, they also talk about how Michael was asleep and like rolled over and put his hand on her booty. Um, And she was okay with it, you know? And I kind of, they talked about like, how did you respond to that? Because here's the other communication tip is positive reinforcement goes a long way. So if she liked it- With people and dogs. With people and dogs. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. It, and so give him a fucking treat, you know? If you liked him touching your booty, you can be like, ooh, like, I liked it this morning when you rolled over and, you know, grabbed <laughs> yeah. a little bit of my peach. Like, however you want to yeah. say it. But, like, you know, how Alex is such a dork the way she flirts, but that's okay. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I find it. your own find your own words, but, like, <laughs> say it, give them, like, oh, hey, I liked it when you did that, you know? Like, thanks for that. Yeah. That was a really, that, yeah. that worked for me. And because that's what they're looking for. And so mm-hmm. they, she, and they had talked about that. Like they asked, how did you respond? And she said, I kind of just like, let him know it happened. Like BT dubs, you put your hand on my butt. And he was like, it was neither here or there. Like, it wasn't like, a, I like, he doesn't it, but know it if wasn't... he's like, ah, yeah. I don't know if that means that, Hey, you did that. Don't do that again. Or, Hey, you did that. Please do more of it. Like yeah. he's going to freeze because he wants to make sure you're okay. Yeah. So it's like, make it. Okay, there's a there's a marketing term that is abbreviated to kiss, K-I-S-S, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's the same with dating and relationships. Keep it stupid simple, all right? And that's uh. what I mean by showing your showing the positive reinforcement. Don't make them try to guess like, oh, that was kind of nice. Like just be like, I liked that. Keep doing yeah. that. Right. Like make it stupid, simple for your partner to understand what you do and do not like. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Useful tip. So she, Um, she, she needs to get better at that. Yeah. She needs to be more, more verbal, more vocal because he'll respond and he needs to continue to be vulnerable and show those parts of himself that typically he keeps locked away. So um, but if they continue to do that, they will have a very beautiful, solid relationship. Yeah. And we'll maybe we'll check in on them. Maybe we'll call them and be like, hey, besties. How are oh you doing? Oh, my gosh. The second we're done recording this episode, I'm going to Google real quick to see if they're still together. I might go Instagram Ooh, alert, too, because I haven't done that yet. That. So no, me neither. I'm going to do it. Okay. Let's talk next. about Stephen Noy. Our next okay. obvious like commitment success right although like we knew that i be will together. say i will say this you had, a fake I was, out. you had a fake out moment i was really surprised at how awkward their couch moment was um yeah i'll be so, honest i'm not i'm not surprised it was awkward because steve is awkward he's an <laughs> awkward dude like he i noticed that when steve is in group settings in the presence of other people He's got one eye on what he wants, what he wants to do, what he wants to say. And he's got another eye on how he's being perceived. Like he loves to pepper in a joke here. He like, and not, not, it's not like it's ill-intentioned, but I like, I can definitely sense that he's got this awareness of like how he's being perceived in, in a group. Yeah. For me, it wasn't even Steve that was awkward. You know, yeah, maybe someone, I don't know what happened, but all good. Um, so <laughs> Steve wasn't awkward to me. It was Noi bringing up the house chores and stuff that I didn't like. She's like, it's never going to be 50 mm. 50, right? And I was like, why are you? Can we just talk about your relationship on the whole? Like, unless you're going to nitpick this with the experts, which maybe they did. Like, we, they probably did have a full on conversation around that that we didn't get to see. Um, And if not, I hope they do have time with an expert of some sort or these experts to talk about that, because I think Mm -hmm. noise a little stubborn and admitting like, you know, you can't just go to work and come home and expect your other your partner to be doing everything like we you need to share the load, you know, and 
I felt like she was really defensive about that. And that's what I felt was awkward was like, this is supposed to be a time mm. for you guys to take a zoom out look on like, let's weigh the balance in this relationship. Does the good outweigh the bad? And she kind of was hyper focused on the job thing again. And then him wanting her to contribute more to the housework. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. I wonder what, her, what the purpose was like, was she just taking advantage of the fact that they were there, like you said, maybe, and that they could weigh in, or was she like, "The show wants this. The show I don't wants know. to see us duke it out one one more time." Yeah, one more time <laughs> over, and like it's so funny to me on the role reversal because it's usually the again talking in hetero heteronormative Normative, lens yeah. here, but um, like it's usually the chick who's like, can you please fucking pick up your laundry? Like, I know it's usually the girl begging the guy to do something. And the guy's over here. Like, can you clean one of the bathrooms, please? It's really yeah. hilarious yeah. to watch. Um, yeah. but yeah. And, and it's just, I hope they iron that out because if they don't and she stays hyper-focused on it, it's going to eat at their relationship so much. Totally. So totally. anyway, their results. Drum roll. Staying together. That was great. <laughs> what, what I did think was cute is that yeah, it was good. <laughs> good <laughs> percussion. Um, what was cute is that like Steve, he showed up with flowers for her, which like was giving me like. Oh my um, God. I thought it was so cute. Performance flashbacks. It was like, he showed up <sighs> just looking nice flowers. And then he gave. He gave like a singular flower to Dr. Pepper and Dr. What's her name. And it was really sweet. Um, and a book to Cal, it looked like. He oh, gave, I didn't he know. He gave that. like a black binded something to Cal. Very yeah. thoughtful. Very cute. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice. I think like Steve really showed up in a way where he was like, I, I like, I care about this moment. This is a big moment. Um, I'm yeah, going to make this as special as I heart. can. Yeah. He's romantic. He's romantic He's for super sure. super romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yay. They stayed together. We're not shocked by this. They're one of the stronger couples. I just hope, you know, they get out of their own way. Yeah. My, my assumption is that, like, we've seen how Steve has been able to hold space for when Noi is honestly more or less, like, in a, like, trauma response, you know? Totally. And so as, she, as he continue, continues to learn more about her and, um, hopefully she's able to be more upfront about how she feels about Steve's stuff, they can con con continue to hold space for one another and talk about it and hopefully get to a different place so that it's not just like same conversation over and over again and resentment builds, but totally we'll never know. Until we Google them. <laughs> or watch the after party episode. I think I might need to do uh, that later. Ooh, Did you watch it? Okay. No, I haven't. I put it down. <laughs> Once it was down. Is it I even out it... yet? It might not even be out yet. No, you know what? It's probably know. out like sometime this week. We'll check it on Sling, but I cannot wait to cancel this effing subscription. Go ahead and cancel it. Um, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and cancel it. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to lurk. I'm going to lurk. Okay, cool. I want to find out what you know. Okay, next. Um, oh, oh, sorry. Maybe there's like a no. Maybe there's like a maths Reddit thread. I'm on it. 
oh, bitch, let's go, let's go. I've okay, been great. avoiding it recently, but yes, okay, great, I well, want it. Oh, tap, we're, we're about to tap in. We're going to tap yeah. in. Yeah, that's where um, I found okay. the the meme with Alyssa and Chris at the beginning of the series with the what could have been, and they put the eagle tattoo in the eyes on Chris. Oh, remember? I don't know if you remember that, one, but look God. in our yeah, text thread. <laughs> oh my god that's so funny okay beautiful oh reddit reddit is such a joy it really um is. okay so we're gonna go to, to katina and Olajuwon. okay who what was interesting about their decision day like little speeches is that like basically Olajuwon started saying like everything about katina and this relationship typically would incline me not to commit and then he, so he said something it was really backhanded and then it and then it became like but my dad always says this thing about like you know sticking it out for a good woman some i don't want to call it bullshit, be present he was like the he was like yeah. be present yeah some and he was like and it's my dad's birthday so for all of the reasons that my dad would want me to i'm going to say yes i just for me it wouldn't work I know. Same. I kind of, uh, okay. So full transparency, I'm going to be really honest right now. When this was happening, I was like, what the F does your father have anything to do with your feelings for this woman? Totally. And then I saw the experts crying too. And I was like, I, I don't, again, this is so heavily edited that I'm like, has his father passed? And maybe that's why this is such a sentimental yeah. moment. Um, yep. cause I couldn't remember if that had happened or not. And I'm just, but I'm with you on the verbiage was really like, you're not good enough for me, but I'm going to give you the time of day. It felt really weird. Um, so like honor, honor my late father's wishes. Yeah. And, um, you know, Katina, <sighs> that girl. Okay. My opinion, she deserves so much more. Um, mm -hmm. she, in that moment sees Alain talking about his dad and she's like, oh my God, why didn't you tell me it was his birthday? And she's like trying to comfort him and like be a great wife and a supportive partner and like, you know, be there for him in this awkward situation where she like could potentially be dumped right now. And, yeah. you know, she has so proven herself to be a partner who is open to growth, open to meeting someone's needs, open to feedback. Like she is just so beautiful. She really is. Yeah. And it kills me to see um, this guy be enabled to treat her the way that he is. Because something that really bothers me and has bothered me on this show is that there's a lack of calling some of the stuff that's coming up with him what it is, you know? like contempt yeah. and manipulation yeah. and whatever. And the one time that we see dot where we saw Dr. Pepper try and call him out on it, he retaliated like he did not she respond. She shut it down. Yeah. yeah. And so she ended up putting her hands up cuz she's like, "Look, if you guys are happy, that's it." Which of course any professional is going to say that like to you. Like mm -hmm. cuz obviously Especially on camera. Yeah, it's like but again, but and Dr. Viv said the same thing. Like he she basically tried to say you're being misogynistic without using that word. But at this yeah. point, I feel like they need to start using these words because 
if we, and I've said this before and I will say it again, if we do not call it out and label it for what it is, then the severity or the accountability is not there, right? The accountability mm-hmm. of, of the behavior is not there. So um, it was hard to watch because it's like, everyone's like cheersing champagne and has their tissues out about like, oh my God, how romantic. And it's like, really? I'm terrified for Katina because if elanjuan has been on his best behavior with cameras around recording him, I'm scared what's going to happen when that's not there. I yeah. am. Full transparency. Yeah. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, um, yeah I, I share And that I hope I'm wrong. I, <clears throat> yeah, we I could totally be wrong. Listen, be wrong. Our our watching experience has been given to us through lots of different lenses, lots of different edit cuts, like you know, narratives that are sort of pushed to the forefront to make us yeah. feel something as an audience. And so we have to leave space for that. But what my my blind experience of observing their dynamic has been like for this whole show is one sets these crazy expectations and the the experts mentioned something about this where it's like he sort of moves the uh yeah the the new goalpost right yeah what they that's say exactly what i wrote they move they move he moves the goalpost it's like it was the cooking and then it was and, and then it was about the family stuff and, and the cleaning and so what yeah and so what happens in a relationship dynamic that is set up this way when one partner c- clearly has the like position of power because they are setting the goalposts and the other person is just doing everything that they can to meet the, the needs and the, de- and the literal demands that when you feel that you are never actually safe and you're never just accept being like receiving and accepting affection and love because you are just who you are and working on things together as like a shared, you know, evolution of a a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, You will accept any, any measure of praise, any measure of praise. So we've seen that in Katina a bunch. And then, so we get to decision day where he literally, literally says everything about what's going on here would incline Olajuwon to say, I'm out. And then here's the reason why I'm saying yes. Even that, Katina's like, she could breathe, right? She could breathe. She feels good. But it's like, are are, are any of us not hearing what was just said? Exactly. How that was phrased? Like, all I'm God, hearing if is I was in this person room, doesn't want to be with you. Yeah. If, I, if you and I were sitting on that couch, like, let's just... Let's envision you and I get a call from Lifetime and they're like, we don't, I mean, I love, I would be down to hang out with Pastor Cal, Dr. Pepper and Vivian, Hell but, yeah, Dr. but let's just pretend they cast us instead as the experts for next season. A very and if, good choice on Lifetime's part. Yeah. And if we were on that couch watching this interaction, I would literally be like, I'm not going to let you guys get to do, I'm making the decision for you. It's an adult. Yeah. Like, we're, no, yeah, yeah. I'm taking all of your autonomy away because I need to protect <laughs> Katina and her better interests for the future of her life. And Alain you need intense therapy because mm-hmm. the way you talk to women is not okay. Um, yeah. And the way you think about like partnerships, it's like, oh my gosh. Not okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I, which is probably why I'm not going to be cast on the show <laughs> to be an <laughs> expert. Like, we can't, yeah. we can't have it. I mean, uh, it's good ratings. I, I would watch but, it. 
Oh my god, yeah, but I really do. I kind of wish the experts were like, okay, great, we respect. Like, the, honestly, what I probably would really do is I would say, like, look, I respect your decision to stay together, and I would like to discuss what your plan is moving forward for your relationship mm. and how you treat each other. That that's is how you what intervene. I would. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I would really do. Cause like I'm putting mm-hmm. my coaching hat on. Um, but, and you got to the personal Alex, speaking. the person. Yeah, of course. And I would, cause that's what the we personal do. In our Alex world. Goes to Tina, exactly. Stand back. I'm like, Oh girl, get behind me. Let me take my earrings yeah. out. I got you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, this guy, yeah, like yeah. he does not deserve you. Um, so, you know, I'm, again, full transparency just, on personal Alex versus professional Alex. I'm worried that if things don't go well, for them as a couple, like, like they break up or whatever, um, which to me would be like a very good thing. I think, um, I'm worried that I'm worried how it's going to hurt Katina's confidence because she's worked so hard to like build herself up to the, this, what has now been branded as like the ideal wife, which so many modern women have tried to come so far away from and recognizing that like the ideal wife is like being who you are as a wife, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And respecting your partner and being respected in return. And like, I I worry that Katina will suffer in the way that a lot of us do when we come out of relationships that are this toxic, which is I'm not good enough. Yeah. And she even so. said that to him. You know, she's like, when you do that, it makes me feel like I'm not good enough. Like she already feels like that mm-hmm. with him. And so, yeah, my heart goes out to her. I really hope that I am wrong and that he grows and treats her like the princess she is. Like, I really do. Like, I hope that they nurture their relationship. Um, It's just from what I've seen so far, I am concerned. So we'll see. She has some pretty, like, pretty strong friends. True that. They'll get involved. True that. Especially that best guy friend javon or like jay i was yeah. calling him jay i forgot his name yeah jay Starts um with the jay. okay we're gonna look them up on the internet and see how oh they're my doing gosh. because yes it can't be good anyway um mark and Lindsay. yeah also weird. they stay together they stay together yep it was super weird what it seems like is that Mark has been feeling a bit more sure about wanting to stay with Lindsay because of the ways in which she has um, supported him. And that's clearly very important to him. And she did do a damn good job of doing that. Um, So his efforts to make her feel wanted, seen and and appreciated in the way that she's been asking for since day one, he really made a strong commitment to. And I think that was very important for Lindsay to feel. Um, But she was like, I've been feeling that way this week. I hand to God. I thought she was going to say no. Me too. I thought she was going to say no. Then there was, then there was something that came up that I was not aware of in the show at all, which was Mark's relationship with social media. Oh my God. Yeah. Me too. I was like, why haven't we heard about this huh? until now? Yeah. The only other time noise. that she mentioned something about it. Yeah. The only, I know, right. The only other time that we heard something about, uh, Mark's relationship with social media was when she was like, I, I don't have Mark's attention. Like his relationship with his phone is pretty bad. And I, because we have such limited information about what that's about, we were just really getting it all on this like last decision day moment. I feel like Lindsay was like, we have the experts. We're being asked to reflect on how we're feeling. I'm, I'm intervening. I'm having an intervention with you right now about how this, 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 this goes with you. She seems to have an issue with the way that Mark sort of, he must use his social media to promote 
personal training, which is what oh, he does yeah. for work. And so he must, um, he must be using it as like a, like for advertising, which, you know, like you, I do you that. gotta do, I do you that. Gotta do, yeah. You gotta <laughs> yeah. do it. You gotta do it. And, and to be honest, it doesn't always reflect like how things are going in your life no. like, and, and it can't, and nor should it like you, you have a business. It's a business. And, yeah. Yeah. And like, you're trying to make, to trying to attract clients to the services that you provide and it seems that Mark may do that in a way that is very heavily filtered, very like life is awesome, grab it by the dick type of way. And I think that because of Lindsay's value in authenticity and she sees how much time he spends doing that in, and away from working on their relationship, she really takes a big issue with it. And I think that that's valid too. I agree. I think that... Um... I think that her bringing up like her concern around like, you know, I really value authenticity and sometimes with like what I see you posting for your business, it doesn't sit well with what's like really going on in your life. And like, I just am curious about and like have the conversation with him about like where what place is that coming from? Because I think if he used language like that, like, look, this is my business. Like I'm not the other. Anyway, let me finish this first thought and then I'll go to that second thought. Sorry. Um, Mm -hmm the first thought I was having that I will finish is Mark (laughs) expressing to her, like, look, this is my business. I use it to market. So it doesn't necessarily need to be about my personal life and like what I'm struggling with in this moment. And I agree with that. You know what I mean? Um, and I think for Lindsay, she's allowed to say, you know, on days, maybe when you and I aren't in a good spot. And then I see you posting something that's like, live life to the fullest, be grateful. Like that makes me feel like you're, it almost makes me feel invalidated. And like, that's right. what feels because not genuine. Where's that, en- where's that energy here in our relationship? Right. And so, um, I think that's an okay conversation to have. Again, I think some of the language she was using was a little triggering. Like, you know, she was like, to me, it's just attention. Like you're posting selfies that are filtered and like, you just want people to send you messages. And it's like, okay, I also hear that. I get that. I get that point of view, but we can't Mm -hmm. also, we can't project that or make that assumption that that's where it's coming from within Mark. Um, So it was weird. Um, I'm, you know, she said, yes, he said, yes, cool. (laughs) I think they have a lot of work to do on their relationship. And at the same time, I think they're crazy matches each other, you know? Um, so I've seen couples like this before on this show, make it long-term, like stay married for a significant amount of time. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, it's just, if they want stability and peace, they're going to need to Level doesn't up. make changes. It yeah. doesn't mean that they can't, it doesn't mean that they can't find it in their dynamic, but it just means that they're going to have to work really fucking hard for it. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, I, something that I thought was a little funny is that like Mark was pretty expressive in why he was saying yes. And then we got to Lindsay's turn and she was just like, yep. Here's a button. <laughs> oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the button she gave she gave she, she goes <laughs> she goes she whips out a mark. button she goes mark i have a button in my hand can you guess what color it is and mark is like like a little like puppy dog who's like about to get a treat he's like it better be green i'm like yeah. what is going on it's literally like that was the emotional depth that we got from her and that it was surprising to me because she's usually very like 
Oh, like she wears uh, her expressive. heart on her sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I, there but was maybe a bit of she's that, done enough of that and she just, you know, Wanda, like, like may have a bit. She, she loves a bit. Yeah. Yeah, she does. So, <laughs> you know, I, it surprised me, but I didn't at the same time. Cause I was like, that's very Lindsay to like be awkward in a thing like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what we so just to kind of fast forward and then we'll bring it back to um oh this is our last couple isn't it so after all the couples have decision day they go for this like happy hour private happy hour thing where they all meet up and kind of share what their decision is and there mark or Lindsay, sorry does the same thing that she's done before with with mark where she kind of overshares in a way that makes Mark uncomfortable and you see his eyes go wide and I'm over here like face palming because I'm like girl like this guy said yes to you and you've been craving validation and like effort from him so like please build your man up like please build him up and make him feel safe um yeah so again square one that's what I mean when it's like just saying yes, making the decision doesn't mean that like this, like we have reached peak success in their no. partnership. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I, I think any couple who th- wants to wait until to say I do to be at this peak level of their relationships also fooling themselves. I think we need to find stability and I think we need to find a way to fight fair that works for those relationships. But I think having this mindset where it's like, okay, we've said yes to marriage and now everything's going to be happily ever after. It's like, dude, you are not going to be the same person in, well, ideally you're always growing. So you won't be the same person in 20 years that you are today. If you are, then personal development's probably not your game. Yeah, Um, exactly. But anyway, what? Full transparency. So. (laughs) Oh shit. So when when I watched (laughs) When I watched the show, I watched it Wednesday night when it aired. Um, wow! We, I know we got to the we got to the last couple. I saw that there was like twenty minutes left of the episode, but I just assumed that nothing else was going to happen. Oh, you didn't I, watch was, it? I didn't watch the rest. I didn't watch the rest. There was a part of me that was like, "That's all the couples. They're just not airing the show for a full two hours anymore. That's it. Turn it off. Goodbye." <laughs> I just, I just. Alex, I was So you didn't see the happy away. hour? I didn't see the happy hour. I just Oh my god, away. okay, great. Let me tell you what happened, okay? <laughs> okay, please. Chris and Alyssa show up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Together? No, like Chris locks in first and like he gets up there and everyone's like, Hey Chris And then Alyssa comes up and they're like, Hey Alyssa like a little less enthusiastic yeah, a little for her. Yeah. And um they kind of go around the circle. They actually start with Chris and Alyssa and Alyssa's like, you know, I don't even remember what she says. She says, did she move to Texas? That's what I said. I literally said the same thing. I I was watching it out loud. And when they were like, so Alyssa, what's up with you? I was like, I started speaking for her. I'm like, so I moved to Texas. Like that's literally what I said. That's so freaking hilarious. We're like this. Uh, yeah that's why the, te- that's- the telepathy kicked in the telepathy it did in. <laughs> so um yeah so she she doesn't say that um i don't even like no, i said it don't I'm even not. remember what she said no, just but garbage. then they go to chris garbage yeah uh-huh. pretty much Is he they go someone? to chris <gasps> He's someone? like, I've started dating again. And we were all like, hey, the whole group was like, yeah, I get it. Uh, like, and you, then after that, they never show Alyssa again. Like, they, the camera crew just was like, Chris, Mark and Lindsay, we're done Tina with her. Elangela, everyone. And then, Chris, like, yeah, they like didn't her. even show her. 
Um, but yeah, they basically go around from couple to couple sharing, like, this was our decision. This is why we decided. And so they all decided to stay together. Cool. Yay. Love and moving on with their lives. Um, I do think it's interesting that, uh, a couple of our couples have decided to live apart right after deciding to okay, stay married. So I'm assuming Noi and Steve. Um, wait a second. Let me look at my um let me look at my notes no actually she <laughs> yes temporarily but then she admits she's like i think we should live together um okay but cool. she goes she straight up i didn't like this actually i got a little like i'm like noise what is what the sass of rass um because she was like she's... do you want to like work on your place before i move in and make it like wifey approved at like getting rid of that couch because i don't like it that's how she said it and i was like could we have worded that any better like I hey know. you know i'd love to be able to come over and start like renovating your spot for us like are you cool with that like make it fun why does it need to be this yeah. condescending like i don't like your couch and it's not good enough for your wife so yeah like make it a team thing instead of a you don't know what couch i like thing yeah um, it's spicy in like a kind of mean way it's exactly mean. um but jasmina and michael actually decided to live apart temporarily i could see i could see that happening yeah and so i think, I think it's gonna be hard for jasmina to like make some compromises yeah i mean and I think that, the, I mean, that's partially why they give them this neutral space so that it feels less like this is my space that you're entering. But I think very yeah. much for them, that's going to be a challenge moving forward in their relationship. Um, so I just think it's interesting. It's If it was me, I would want to continue living with my person to continue mm -hmm. getting to know them because I think you learn so much about someone when you live with them for an extended period of time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um you know the fact that they're living separately for now I'm concerned that it might slow down the progression of their intimacy um Definitely. maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong maybe yeah maybe, will make maybe, their maybe hearts it allows grow fonder them, maybe it allows them to be a little bit more intentional with how they show affection with the yeah. time that they choose to spend with one another yeah it could be that so could be that. so I don't like, again, my full, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to impact their marriage for Who's good the or other bad. Couple? Who's that's the other it. couple that's going to live apart? Oh, okay, uh, the Stephen Noy temporarily. Yeah. And until then, he gets his stuff together. Mark and Lindsay got a place together. Okay, great. Yeah. And then um, Katina, Katina Alonjo and Alonjo on. We didn't really hear. Um, I, I did bet they're going to the move joke. into his place. That's what I am thinking. I did make the joke about her. I was like, is Katina going to ask if she can paint his place yet? Because, like, I don't blame her for wanting Sweet. to renovate it and make it cuter, you know? Um, but he was really clear when he took her there, like, no, this is my this is my spot. So it's like, yeah. If that wasn't <laughs> foreshadowing for absolutely fucking everything else that they've been through. For real. thing is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, always my way or the highway with him. Um, yeah. So so anyway, yeah, I did make that joke, but we didn't actually hear what happened. So yeah, anything. I think, I think when I lurk them, it will reveal all. Yeah. Ooh, uh, bonus, bonus content. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. That's it on Married at First Sight. Go us. I feel like we deserve a, a medal Trophy. or a check. Both. I would love some money no for the dos. work that. <laughs> Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, we need some. I need. I feel like we are entitled for compensation for what we've been through with them. <laughs> 
for real. I feel like I got jerked around. <laughs> I did. We did. Um, okay. We're putting it to bed. We love Goodbye, you, Mary, for sight. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for everything that you taught us about ourselves. So long. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimatum. Yeah. Ultimatum. So oh my in God. this episode, this is episode <laughs> two. This is episode two. And what's happening is it's like, uh, it's the continued week of everyone dating each other. There's a lot of shared group moments that I wasn't expecting um, oh yeah, it's feeling very like we're living on a, uh, we're living on a compound and everyone's just fucking one another and we're all like still buddies and bros all all the while. It could just be like a mindset thing that you like you're in it and therefore you're allowing for a lot more to happen. But you and I were talking about this a little bit last week. I wouldn't be okay with any of it. No, I think this show is like so disgusting. Weird. So disgusting. It's weird because. Even if, like, look, full transparency, because I, I, mm. I do this a lot. I, I insert myself into this situation, and I'm like, what would I do if I was on this show? First of all, I, thought about I, would, that never, too. I would never go on it. Yeah. But if I had to, yeah. I would definitely be the person being served the ultimatum, because I would never do that to my partner. And so yeah. if I was that person, I would be like, I'm going to go find a new connection and see if anything comes of it. Because the reality is, is that the fact that you pushed me or like, I'm on this show with you, there's no done. trust. It's already done. Like there's no, oh, let me go live with someone else and then come back and live with you for three weeks and like feel trusting and loving. And like, we can get through that together. Like, no, you basically just cheated it's, on me for um, three weeks. Like publicly. You know? Yeah. And I don't want to watch that back. And I don't want to hear you talk about all the things you don't like about me, like with other people and use that as a way to connect with someone else, which is so not healthy, which is why I'm always telling clients if they're talking shit about their ex, especially right in the beginning, not a good sign. Like that is not, we don't bond with other people by putting other people down. Like that is not healthy. Yeah. So, um, Everything about it's pretty gross. This show is toxic AF. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's another way, other way to put it. Um, so Whew. the 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 this part, I don't like. I don't like when they call it an experiment, and I don't like referring to it as an experiment because it is not ethical in any way, shape, or form yeah. to be considered an experiment. We'll call it an experience. Yeah. yeah. I want to chime in here with verbiage that I don't like Please. that they use. This trial marriage okay. bullshit of like, oh, you're going to have a trial marriage. Three weeks of living with someone is a cakewalk, people. Like, that is not a trial experience, especially with someone brand new. You're basically just going to be fucking the whole time and like having a good time. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll get on each other's nerves a little bit towards the end. But let me tell you, three weeks of living together, not a trial marriage. And I hate that Listen, they call it that. When you are coming from a place in your relationship where you're pretty exhausted by your partner. When you meet someone that is just anything opposite from who you've been with, it's going to be very easy to see them as the obvious best choice. Because yeah, you're, at first. You're, at first. Because you're burnt out, you know? Yeah. And then you start seeing someone and like, oh, we're going to get into it. You know what? Let's just... I'm ready. I'm just going to get into it. Let me it. crack my knuckles. Okay. Yes. Let's okay. talk. Let's talk about Alexis for a moment. Who is Girl. our high roller? She, cr- she wants. She cracks me up too. She wants. She wants a man who makes more money than her, and that's her vibe. And and is not her, shy about claiming that. 
She's not shy about it. And you know what? Let people know where you're at, girl. Like, respect. You do you. Um, But I think what she's finding, I think that she thought that this experience was going to give her boyfriend more clarity on being together. She definitely didn't expect him to connect with anyone. She expected herself to connect with other people. And she is finding that that is not the case. No. People don't like her vibe. People are not vibing no. with her. I, no, they aren't. Like, no one. I, none, even, not no even one. the women. Um, no. So, yeah. If I'm... So, we open the second episode with Alexis. And if I'm being honest, I literally have in my notes Blonde B because I forgot her name at first. So, that's she's how I bitch. notated it. Yeah, she's a little... Yeah. She's scary. Like, I'm low-key. Yeah. Like, if you... Basically, she goes back to Colby, who turned her down at the end of the last episode. And I don't know, maybe she was too drunk to remember this. But she basically sits him down and is like, I want you. I see a future. And they have this whole conversation again. And Colby's like... And so now, because she didn't take the hint the first time, he's being straight up like, I am not attracted to you. And then she goes... I wanted to to ask you this question. Yes. Does that make him... You know, she, she's like, he, he's an asshole for saying that because like, I look like his girlfriend. First of all, none of you look no. like one another. No. Two, um, does it make someone an asshole to be honest about not being attracted to someone when they're point, pointedly Absolutely asked? not. Absolutely Again. not. Absolutely Agreed. not. And she gets so nasty and then, and then has the freaking balls to be like, I don't believe that. I think that's an excuse. And it's like, how dare you say that? You don't know him from Adam. Like, he's being Mm -hmm. honest with you for the second time. He was kinder about it the first time because he wanted to let you down easy. Then you got up all up in his grill. So now he's kind of having to, like, make it hurt a little bit more to really paint the picture for you. And you're still retaliating, like, trying to put him in his place, trying to, like... And then she walks away, and in her confessional, she's like, I'm an attractive woman. Like, I, you know, da-da-da-da. I look the most like his ex here, which, by the way, why does that even matter? It should be about, like, are we connecting or not? Not about who you look like. And then she goes up to Colby's ex, Madeline, who's talking with Alexis's ex, Hunter. So she just makes herself look Mm -hmm. ridiculous. And in this awkward Mm -hmm. way is basically saying, like, you deserve more than Colby. Like, trying to, like, do, like, a bad girl move. Like, I see you, girl. Like, we're worth more because that guy clearly doesn't know our value. And, like, tries to position it in this way, but doesn't articulate it that well. And just looks like a nutso. Like, full transparency. I didn't know what else to say. I was like, this poor girl, she is so lost in her Her emotions. Her so bruised. Yes. So bruised. Yes, it was yeah. pretty cringe. And that's what I put. Yikes, was... ego wounded. <laughs> yeah, very, very, very cringe. Um, at the end of the episode, so basically they everyone's dating each other, and at the end everyone has to like stand up at this weird oh round God. table moment <laughs> and then say who they want to be with for the next three weeks for their, quote, trial marriage. And <sighs> I don't even know if Alexis chooses anyone, does she? No, here's what happens with this. Or yeah. should we leave it for the end and come back to this? Because I don't want to spoil the other connections. The rest that of happen. it. Yeah, let's let's go through some. But some I want to talk let's... about this because it's insane. Okay, we're gonna. Yeah. It was a pretty big moment. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Hunter. Hunter. Okay. Is I love that we got to know him a little bit more. Agreed. He's, he seems like one of the more like one of the more mature. He's older. Um, yeah. Than a lot of the other guys, and he. 
he's not really like putting out the like I want to get to know people vibes. He's just sort of being himself and like being yeah. respectful and like talking to people and seeing what happens. And I think that we saw him show up pretty specifically when um April was going through something with her partner, her the person that she arrived with, um Jake, and he saw that she was crying and and he was like, "I I got you. What do you need? Do you like, you're upset. You're okay. You're great. You're strong. Like talk to me if you need something, like I will hold this space for you. No judgment. And that sparked something in April while she's talking to him. Cause she's like, Oh, this is how you deal with conflict. This is yeah. how you de deal with big moments. And I felt and like for April, it was her disconfirming experience of, I can be emotional yes. and a man's not going to run away. I think Jake doesn't know how to handle April's emotions. And so I, he probably tries to get her to stop crying. Like says something like, don't cry, don't cry. And like kind of shuts it down instead yeah. of just letting her vent and air her shit. And Hunter did that. And she was like, mm, maybe that's something I'm missing in my relationship. So I was really yeah. happy for her to at least experience a grown ass man sitting there while she's like, a hot rat and a lot of women struggle with this it's like oh my god i'm sorry i'm crying it's like can we not apologize for being emotional like men cry too you know and men should feel safe to cry in front of women as well it's like we need to get over that like what is it about our culture that is so shameful around expressing these emotions like all of us experience them so yeah I was it's like men men are not allowed to and women are like made to feel seen. bad about it because well yeah. because there's this trope of like women are just really emotional. And so it's like when we actually are emotional because we just are people who have feelings, it's like, here goes a woman being a fucking woman, right? And then like- Oh my God, so ridiculous. So it, that's, that's why we apologize because we're like, oh my God, I'm such a mess. And so like, Hunter, way to lead yeah. by example um, to all of the men out there on like how to hold space for a woman when she's feeling. And by the way, ladies, we can do the same for men, you know, and just I allow do wonder, them. Mm -hmm. I do wonder. You know, it's easier to show up and hold space for someone when it's not being directed at you. Oh, yeah. So I wonder, like, I think that this was, as you mentioned, perfectly on time. It's a disconfirming experience for April. I wonder if that would continue to be how Hunter shows up for April if April is reacting emotionally to something that might occur in her and Hunter's dynamic. You want to know why I think that's a yes? Why? I think this is who Hunter is. He's a good dude. Mm. Because yeah. when Alexis pulled him after being shut down again, and he was, like chill. This, he was chill and she was sitting there with her ex while he's mm. connecting with other people and she's seeing that and she's getting turned down, not making connections with anyone. And she's sitting there complaining to him about like, I came here with you and like, I can't connect with anyone. And like, she's basically like, I thought it was a really awkward conversation to be having. And he Agreed. just sat there and was just nodding and just like letting her do her thing. And he was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yay. And he felt empathy for her and like, yeah. whoa, dude. So I think that's who Hunter is. And I think that, cause like, that's, like I said, Alexis and him have been together for a while, you know, at this point and the fact that he was able to do that for a woman who, in my opinion, doesn't treat him so great. Um, yeah. He, geez. Patience of Job, dude. Like you, he's got it. Like he's <laughs> able to hold that yeah. space. Yeah. Word. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. You, uh, that, uh, thank you for reminding me of that. You get that perspective when, um, you know, Alexis is sort of losing her shit all over the place and he's like, yeah. 
rock, rock solid. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk about Zay. We see <laughs> an interaction with Zay, who is now connecting with Shanique. Zay was dating Ray. Ray is talking to Jake. Um, Shanique was dating Randall. Randall's talking to Madeline. Now Zay and Shanique are sharing airtime for the first time in our viewership. And I'm like, y'all are vibing. That's what There's I something. said. I put cute. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, Zay and Shanique are cute. <laughs> Telepathy. Um, okay. So, so, um, yeah, there's something, I mean, you get a very brief snapshot, but you're seeing them connect in a flirtatious way, like a bit sexually, but they're also able to have serious conversations. They're being playful, but they're also able to like get real with one another. And you can really tell that the two of them are sort of seeing like, huh, like there's, there's some full package material on, on both sides here. And I love that later on, you know, we'll talk more about it, but she sort of gives Zay a shout out where she, she sort of read him wrong at up front. You yeah. know, she sort of assumed him to be one type of dude. And then she said, and then I, you know, I let myself get to know you a little bit better. And I saw that you are like, you are going to make a great husband, a great father. Like there are all of these really strong qualities about you that I, I almost missed on getting to know because I read you wrong. And I mm-hmm. thought that that was really beautiful. Yeah, I agree. They, they were Fives. adorbs to kind of watch. It felt supernatural and like, mm-hmm. it just felt Not natural. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you want to see in two people that are just getting to know each other. It felt just chilling and like really genuine and raw and just like, okay, cool. And, yeah. um, so yeah, I was about this connection. I kind of wish we saw more of it. Um, but alas, but we we're didn't. Gonna. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And then we see Shanique also and connect Nate. with Nate. Mm-hmm. And so this is an example of two people who both really are prioritizing, like having a family. Um, they want kid, they want to get married. They want to get, have kids. And so I think sometimes when we, when we're dating and we meet someone and we're like, they, they mirror, not, I'm mirroring on purpose, but they tend to match with us as far as what, what we want out of life right now. Yeah. We start to feel like, okay, they want this that must want this with me because I want it too. But that doesn't always make the case. Like sometimes you could be on the same page. Alex and I could meet for the first time, go on our first date and yeah. both be like, I want to buy a home in Oregon. That doesn't mean yes. that the two of, I know it doesn't sound I'm weird. down. Breathe, let's do it. <laughs> But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best decision for both of us to buy a house together in Oregon right off the bat, because maybe we could be neighbors. That yeah. doesn't mean that we can, we're going to have to do it together for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would do it with you. But, so you know. <laughs> I know a hundred percent. Um, but you know, I, I think the point you're trying to make yeah. is Nate very much kind of chomps onto that with each of these exactly. women he connects with. And, you know, I made a note. I said he got straight to it. Um, and then when he connects with April, which we'll talk about in a second, same thing. He goes straight to it. Kind of like interrogate vibes. Like, I want this. I want this. I want this. Do you want this too? Oh, my God. Great. And like, yeah. I see you being like this. And like, da-da-da-da. And it felt a little love bomb because I was like, I couldn't uh-huh. tell 
is this coming from like a place of insecurity and like needing to find a connection or is this coming from a place of like you're trying to manipulate so that you still leave here with a connection so you don't look like the dude that just doesn't make a connection I i didn't i didn't feel i didn't feel the latter i do believe the former and i think it's a bit of a time constraint because he's already with someone that he loves but that doesn't right. want the same thing as him. So for him, he's like, I'm trying to meet with this, meet with these women and see who wants the same thing as me. Who wants to and have a child unfortunately, with me. That just, yeah. And unfortunately that means like really serious conversations really quickly. Now, when I first saw these connections, like between Nate and Shanique and Nate and April, who both all really want like marriage, babies, ASAP. I, at first I was like, oh, Nate's going to do very well in this experience because yeah. he wants what these women want. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be With a that match. Person. So sometimes yeah. we have to lay off the the marriage goals, the baby goals, so that we can allow the connection to build and breathe. Yeah, because let me tell you, getting a ring on your finger and having a baby with someone is not does not equal longevity. Yeah, it doesn't. Exactly. Connection and stability and a foundation of friendship does. And so it's just he's, again so focused on his list on his timeline that he's not dating from a realistic place in this moment um yeah yeah he was valuing he was valuing um commitment over connection yeah and it's like ooh, but you're not going to be happy in the long run and i think what's worse is getting married or having kids with the person that you don't actually connect with because then it impacts way more than just you if you have to leave that yeah so 100 percent yeah so when he connects with april um you know we saw the same thing she seemed really into it too because like she wants that like we when we meet her with jake on their last night together they talk about how jake just bought her a mom car and that was on her list and like that's where she's been focused on is like when you're out in the military we're gonna get married and so she is so buying into the fact to a man who's like i want to make you a mom and like i want to get married and like this is the life and like really selling this thing and she was like about it um and so then when Hunter comes in later, it was like kind of a surprise for her. But again, I don't want to hint at what happens at the end of the episode mm-hmm. yet. So that's all I'm mm-hmm. going to say. Yeah, um, we'll get there. Let's talk about on. the let's talk about the April and Jake dynamic. Yes, we see this a little bit later, but just let's we'll we'll wrap up April for a minute. Like, um, so what becomes pretty clear in what existed in their dynamic before we meet them on the show is that. April has been working really hard towards her own personal goals and her goals within their relationship, which is like commitment, marriage, babies, like we're building, we're building, we're building that. I think sometimes when we love our partners, we just want to do everything that makes them happy. But Mm -hmm. when that is the case, sometimes the partner who's getting what they want doesn't often check in and make sure that their partner is getting what they're, what they want. And Jake sort of describes this dynamic of it's always what April wants when April wants it. And what about me? What about what I want? What about like, what's gonna like, what, what, what about the things that I want in life? If they don't match up with what you want in life, like I don't get to have them. And I think that that's a really important, uh, place to like a moment to come to terms with, within your dynamic, especially at this like life stage, right? You don't have kids yet. You're, you know, growing into your adulthood, you might want different things instead of just going full steam ahead and people pleasing your way towards someone else's goals just because you love them. 
Yeah. Do we want the same things out of life? We've been together for a couple of years. We're changing. We're, we're no longer 20 years old. Do we want the same thing still? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Jake, I mean, uh, clearly alcohol was a contributor to this conversation, um, because they both were a little glazed over and Jake was so just like, Bearing all, bearing all in a way that you could tell it was like the Coke can exploded type thing where he has been pent up thinking these thoughts in the back of his mind. Um, and cause he just like, we didn't see any of that come out there last night together. Not once was he like, here are my concerns in this relationship. This is what I've been feeling. And this is, if we were to stay together, this is what I would need to see, right? Like that never happened. It was like, yeah, like we're going to date other people and make sure that this is the right relationship for us. And now he's like voicing all of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so April's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you were feeling that way. And like, he was like, I've been trying to tell you that for so long. So we don't really know if Jake has been trying to tell her that and April's just been like ignoring him um, or if Jake hasn't been a clear communicator or hasn't been voicing that at all. And April really was under the guise of like, he's happy with me. Um, Mm -hmm. And we're never going to know. I think as we continue to see their relationships develop with other people, we'll be able to see their character a bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Jake is clearly done with this relationship. Um, and obviously we see that with how latched onto Ray he is already. Um, which I can't, I I sort of, I sort of feel like he's, he's ready to give it all up for someone who's positioning herself to seem like the ideal match for him. Yeah. Hit pause on that because I so want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I kind of feel for April because I, she, from what I've seen with her so far, are there aspects of her personality that I think, you know, emotional maturity may be an improvement for her? Yes. Um, and at the same time, I think she truly did love Jake. And if she had known that would have wanted to, to fix that. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, this, the lesson that we're learning watching this unfold is speak up for yourself, speak up for yourself. Don't keep your mouth closed because it will build up resentment and you'll have a Jake moment where whether it's too much to drink or you just snap one day because something happens and you just emotionally word vomit on your partner. It is the, that is where you're like in the deep waters of like, Oh my gosh, can we make it out of this or not? Um, Uh, yeah, it's a lot of unlearning to do. And exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that was heavy. It was heavy. And just to kind of clear up, that is when April go after that discussion. That's when she starts to cry and Hunter comes and consoles her. So just to clarify the order of that was her moment where she was like, daddy, daddy vibes. I'm into this. Um, Okay. Well, let's break it up a little bit. Let's, we're going to talk about Madeline and Randall who I have a lot of feelings about. Oh my God, me too. Madeline Randall and Ray and Jake. I have so many things to say. Lots of feelings. And then we eventually have to talk about, oh my God, um, Lauren and Colby and Lauren, Colby and Lauren. Okay. So Madeline and Randall, Madeline and Randall are really interesting to me. So I'm maybe passing judgments where I do not, I'm not 
deserving of passing judgments. However, yes, <laughs> Madeline has been in relationships back to back to back. She never really dated. Um, she sort of, it's very clear. She doesn't like her partner anymore. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a funny little getup in, that included a cowboy hat. She was like, of course he wore the fucking hat. He wore yeah. the hat. She like um, does not like him. She doesn't like him. Like girl, like why'd you even, anyway, um, <laughs> I think that it's very clear that she is looking for better sexual chemistry with someone else. Like she, she and her partner may be stuck in a rut of, I only am ever the one to initiate sex. I don't feel wanted. I don't feel desired. I feel like we're in a pattern that like can't be broken. And I just want to let people know that like those dynamics exist. They're real. Those ruts are real. You can work on them in your partnership. Totally. Like yeah. sometimes when like the way that she was talking, but she was having this conversation with Randall that to me felt like went way beyond boundaries. It wasn't Agreed, like, bro. It was, it was yeah. sex bomby as fuck. It was, it was so sex bomby. gnarly. Yeah. And different in the way that Sh Zay and Shanique were sort of like toying the idea with like some sexual innuendos and like giving yeah. like a little preview of like what that could be like. Yeah. This was sex forward rated in R. a way that in a way that was very like uh, again uh, in a different way i'm positioning myself for you to like i'm using my sexuality to like tempt you towards uh like away from your partner and and yep. towards me very like siren-esque because i know that it i would be lovely to assume that madeline and randall just like hit it would off and for madeline come <laughs> yeah, but like Madeline has had her eyes set on Randall since the the minute that they sat down before anyone knew even anyone's names. So she is she has made him a target since minute zero, and I think that she has done exactly what she is used to doing to get what she wants. Agreed. And and allow this person to to be get lost in the fantasy of her. Yes. It's so manipulative to me. I was yeah. another cringy moment, dude. Um, you know, it's weird because like Colby brought Madeline there because he's like ready to marry her. He is about her. And she keeps saying like, I'm not ready for marriage. Like, you know, very avoid like I wonder if I'd be happier with someone else, but she doesn't always articulate exactly what it is about Colby or the relationship that she's not satisfied with other than making these underhanded comments about him having this like performance personality. Um, and so when she starts talking with Randall and Randall asks her about marriage, she starts with this whole, like, it really should be a partnership, you know, like, how do we get along? And then she says, and like, what about the sex life? And so he asks, and that's kind of like, you know, are you the initiator? Like, what kind of, what's that about for you? And then she just paints this picture of like, you know, there's nothing I wouldn't, she says this, there's nothing I wouldn't do to please you. And it's she just wants to jump on it like really at the end yeah. of the day she is about she wants this she wants to fuck him she wants to fuck his brains out have fun but i also want to say sex is great and not going to sustain your entire relationship either right so well she's also making these like blanket statements about like this is just how it should be you should do everything no that's yeah. not the, not how the fuck it goes like sex is a unique conversation that the two of you have that also comes with boundaries and preferences and like it just it's part of the dynamic yeah it's not this that's what a woman should like ew yeah. save it miss me with all of that yeah it, 
and it's threatening. Like it's like, ugh. It felt icky and it felt just really, like I said, manipulative, like not coming from a place of like, yeah, like I, I do, I tend to initiate and like, I kind of like to be the dominatrix in the bedroom. Like she could have said it like that. I didn't need like a play by play of like everything. It just felt like she was really trying to get him to envision this like animalistic, like if we were together, we would fuck all the time and it would just be relationship bliss. And that's what I want for a partnership. Also not not sustainable like i can guarantee that there's exactly and i can guarantee that madeline being like you know i like to initiate all the time like i'm sure that's true and i'm sure there's gonna come a time where she's like randall why don't you ever initiate (laughs) so Yeah. yeah so i just i don't know man i don't trust her i don't think that that was super kosher i just don't i don't know i got weird vibes from it also she sort of missed because she's like so blinded by her like attraction towards him and like seeing the end result which is that the two of them live together she missed that randall was like i like when the girl initiates more yeah (laughs) and then they just never fucking talked about that because it's i i what she wants yeah i What's your opinion? Like, just curious, because like I About. like when the guy I like I like getting pushed up against the wall. Like I like like being grabbed, mm. and so I tend to be more passive. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, what's your vibe? I like that too, um, but I also like to switch it around. Like, yeah, I like I I think that for me, it's going to depend on the day. Yeah, Good. vibes. My way, okay, this is like, I'm just, we're so having girl talk here. We're going to digress a little bit, audience. Come with us on the journey. (laughs) I don't initiate as often, but when I do, the way I like to initiate is like either lingerie or just being like, I want you. Let's go. Yeah. It's like Um, a a signal, a cue. It's not even a signal. It's like a demand. It's like, get your ass (laughs) in here. (laughs) I like that. That's Um, good. But That's cute. Yeah. I mean, I th- I'm just curious because I don't know. I, th- I like talking about sex. Well, nowadays. girl, I haven't had sex in a really long time, so <laughs> my uh, it's true. Like, like it, it, I haven't had sex in a really long time. So, like the last time that I was having sex, we were going about it very differently. I'm a, I'm like a totally different person now. So I'm in- I'm, I'm gonna keep you and everyone else informed on. What's working? What's not working? Going. Yeah, <laughs> I want to know. I'm so fascinated by like how people initiate and like what the vibe is. It's like a conversation that I'm just curious about with everybody. I, I have this conversation the, like, with the, like everyone. everyone. <laughs> this this example that you just gave is like very effective. Like if you're wondering like how do I initiate without seeming like too like like masculine about it, it's like put on the damn outfit, make the damn statement, and like. They'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Anyway. Okay. Thanks for coming with us on the journey. I was just yeah, curious. Yeah. And we're back. And we're, we're back. back. So, <laughs> um, Madeline and Randall are, uh, honestly, like, it's going to burn hot and fast and, and then it's going to burn out. That's what I see. For Agreed. That. Yeah. They're going to be right? like boning, boning, boning. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, Oh my God, we hate each other. Yeah. I think that like, I think that Madeline is sort of like fooling herself by thinking that like the first guy that agrees to an obvious, like tantalizing, like vision is going to be the, 
the the cure all to the problems that you're having in your relationship with Colby. Like you're yeah. going to have a lot of the same problems. I'm not hearing a lot of responsibility. You taking, know, so I, I'm really glad you said that. Let's talk about that for 30 seconds. Mm, I think that mm-hmm. is something a lot of people struggle with is like, this mm. is what's dissatisfying me in this relationship. So I'm going to go find the complete opposite, right? Like I'm going to go find someone who definitely has this one thing I'm looking for. And it's like, you forget about all the other aspects of the really, like the value in the relationship. And we, we have the tendency to get so tunnel visioned on like, you're not doing this thing that I need you to do or I want you to do. And so we go and think the grass is greener elsewhere. Like, oh, if I can just find a partner who wants to fuck me the way I want to be, you know, get fucked, then all my relationship woes are going to go away. Right. And it's like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how it works on anything. Like if I could just find a person who communicates with me the way that I need to be communicated with or like whatever. Now I want to be clear here. I think, the difference here is whether or not your person's willing to work on it with you, because that really is what makes or break it in the long run is like, if relationships do require both people showing up and being like, this isn't working. What can we do to resolve it? What are we going to do? That's why this, that's why this show doesn't work. That's why this show doesn't work. That's why this show is garbage, right? I mean, it's entertaining garbage. Like I'm hanging on the edge of my seat, but it's garbage because if two people really are having like a come to Jesus moment regarding their relationship, that it's you're not going to solve it by dating other people and just looking for the gaps in your partnership in, it in the eyes of that. another it's person. Like, it enables what? it. It enables it. And there's no intervention. There's only a fucking Vanessa and Nick Lachey who are like, <laughs> show experts. I can tell. <laughs> yeah, the experts. Show I can tell you I have an, an emotional reaction. It's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Everyone's yeah. watching their partners of many years cheat on each other. And like, no one's, no one's actually confronting the issues. Actually, I'm going to be honest, April and Jake felt like the only two people that did acknowledge like a real contemplative issue. It didn't get them anywhere. And maybe a little no. bit of Alexis and, and Hunter. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying is that like, we're going to, we're going to continue to see that pattern happen again and again and again. Right. Cause yeah. I even think that Jake's doing that with Ray. Jake's like, April, you're too much, too much of a need. You're so needy. This person doesn't need anything from me. Right. And then like, okay, cool. Well, what happens when she fully drops the entire facade that she's working on and asks Which is, a lot of need from you? Yeah. And I don't, Ray and Madeline are the two scariest chicks on this show to me because Ray more so than Madeline. Actually so. more than, more than Alex, more than Alexis. Cause at least Alexis is honest about it. Exactly. Like Alexis is like, she, she be doing who she, like who she is, but she's at least like upfront about it. You know? Yeah. Um, I kind of like, I kind of like root for her because of it, even though she's a little mean. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause she could be a nicer person. She could be like, of course she could probably be a little bit more genuine and she is probably very insecure. Um, which is why she retaliates in these ways when she gets rejected or turned down or whatever. And it's like, she doesn't bother me as much because it's so surface. It's like so out there, right? Like she's comfortable enough with herself to like be who she is. Right. Whereas Ray and Madeline are little chameleons, right? It's like, depending on who they're around, they're changing who they are, their positioning or whatever. Like Madeline Mm. tells Colby, I don't really know how I feel about marriage. And like, if you know, whatever. And now she's like, oh my God, selling this vision of like a sexy marriage that we're going to basically bone and be in bliss all the time. And Ray with Jake is kind of like serving up some Elijah dream type situation to 
throw it back to maps for a second. Every, but every, everything you are, I am too. Right. Everything and, that you want, I want too. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she, she's like, I believe in a more traditional role. Like I want to be a stay at home mom. I want to cook. I want to clean. I want to take care of the kid. Like that's like kind of what she's been saying. And then she goes, she asks him like, are you the type of guy who'd be cleaning your shotgun if you had a daughter? And she starts to date and he's like, yeah. And she's like, oh my God, I love that. Like just totally boosting his ego. Yeah, exactly. And I I'm don't, like, I don't love yeah. that. I'm like, can we not? joke about killing a shotgun people in the house yeah, yeah. well because your um, daughter's dating like ugh, jesus i hate yeah. that shit and then jake says you know being with you would be easy which in my mind is like him comparing her to april just like you said kind of like okay well this chick isn't asking much of me i'll be able to work full time and do my thing and she's gonna be home being the housewife you know um and it just it she's selling this idea of a fantasy and he is just like soaking it up, just mm -hmm. slurping it, just like ooh slurping yeah, it. just drinking that cheeseburger, baby, just yeah, slurping it through a straw. Drinking burgers, <laughs> like eating it up. Yep, he is. So yep, I don't. I she freaks me out. And you want to know what really freaks me out is the mm -hmm. combined with what we saw in the first episode with her being unable to articulate her feelings for Zay whom uh -huh. she brought on this show for him to make a decision about how he feels about her, which yeah. is not adding up. And then Backwards. in her confessional, the producers ask her, you know, why do you think Zay is the one for you? And she was like, can we skip that question? Like she really cannot. Won't go there. Yeah. And so, but now she's going there for this guy. It's just weird. It's not genuine. Listen, the math is not mathing. No. It's not tracking. This is not it's tracking. Not, it's not mathing. I'll tell you that. Okay. Who's next? I forget. Who do we have we left? Oh, Lauren. Lauren and Colby. Colby. Lauren and Colby. So Lauren was dating Nate up until this point, has not wanted kids. I guess with Colby, she's like, kids? Yeah. <laughs> kids oh question mark? <laughs> I Colby can't. Colby does have, like, uh, he's very spirited. Yeah. That's, what I, that's how I want to describe him. He's very like, and I actually don't find any of this to not be genuine. I think I actually relate to it a little bit. Like, it's like, everything is great. When you're in a good moment, you're like, wow, isn't this amazing? I am having the time of my life. I like, like you and you like me. <laughs> yeah. He's really just getting caught up in it. And he's just like, wow, this experience is just something else. Oh my God. It? He was so drunk in that. I was dying. So I was drunk. like, he is on one. He's like, it's all going down a positive like lane. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, dude, just stop And when talking. you hear Madeline be like, he's just too, po he's like, too po he's like fake positivity, like toxic positivity, which I don't actually think that that's the angle that he's coming from. I think that's just like, He's really caught up in a moment every, in every moment he's in. Uh, but I understand her point of contention with that. Like, I, yeah. I get why that would be annoying. Um, yeah. I'm annoying to people when I'm like that. So it's, you know, it's, it is, it is what it is. But anyway, he's, he's seeing himself uh, play house a little bit, imaginary house with, with yeah. Lauren. And she's sort of doing the same thing. Um it's hard to read where she's at exactly. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on, on Lauren? I agree. I think, I think Lauren is apprehensive um, for, and I honestly, part of me thinks she's the smartest girl here, except for one thing, which I want to talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, she, 
she's enjoying Colby. I think she, because she articulates this when Colby's like, look, I'm like looking forward to living with, he basically tells her like, I'm going to choose you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to living with you these next three weeks. And she was like, I just want you to choose me for choosing me, not to just be a distraction from Madeline. And I was like, yes, girl, like call him mm-hmm. out because he was so hung up on her. And so mm-hmm. like, I'm here for Madeline to realize how great of a guy I am is basically why they went. And now he's kind of like being all about this Lauren girl. And I feel he's being all about Lauren to distract himself from Madeline trying to bone Randall. Date other people. So I don't blame Madeline for being like, I just want to make sure you're making this decision for the right reasons and not just to like kind of have you mean Lauren. Yeah. Sorry. Lauren. What, who did I say? Madeline. Madeline. It's okay. I got Lauren. You. Thank you. Yeah. Lauren. And yeah, so I Lauren, don't blame Lauren's- her. Mm-hmm. Lauren's like, I, I don't want to just be the vacation yeah. know, girlfriend. The only thing that I'm like, ooh, mm, Lauren says, Pause. you know, it's nice to be with someone who doesn't pressure me to have kids. And I was like, girl, he's he gonna. is pressuring you to have kids. He already is. He's pressuring it's- you to be open to it. Yeah, it just doesn't sound the way that, whereas Nate's like, I want babies. Like, he's just straight up saying, like, I want kids, you know? And he's not, in my opinion, he's not even pressuring her. He's just like, this is what I want. want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. um, And I want it with you, but you you don't want it. You don't want kids. And she's like, well, I don't want you. And this is the other thing that I'm not super a fan about when with what Lauren has said so far is she's like, well, I don't believe in sacrifice. I think relationships should be compromised. And like I said last week, Nate's like, so we have half a kid. Like we can't, we can't really do that with this mm-hmm. specific thing. And so those are my two things with her is like, I think she's smart for kind of seeing, all right, Colby was all about Madeline. Now he's like telling me he's all about me and wants to make me feel, he literally tells her like, I want to make you feel like you're the most gorgeous girl in the world. And it's like, whoa, um, you know, a day ago you were in the bathroom crying because like, your girlfriend was talking to Randall. And so it just seems like a lot. And, um, I just, I hope Lauren realizes like, just because Colby is coming at the kid thing from a different angle, doesn't mean he's not pressuring you for children. Yeah, I think if out sure. of the two of those, he's pressuring you more than Nate. Cause Nate's just saying, we don't want the same things. Like that's mm-hmm. all this is, you know? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, so yeah those are our couples that's where we're at this is what the decisions came down to when it comes uh when we're thinking about the next three weeks so zay and shanique are gonna spend the next three weeks together yeah madeline and randall are gonna spend the next three weeks to go together april chooses hunter after her kumbaya moment with him um they're gonna spend the next three weeks together wait 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 are they hunter and april are they? <gasps> Did you see the know. cliffhanger? Did you see the cliffhanger? I don't know. Okay, okay. Fill me in. Fill me in. Fill me in. So let me let's backpedal just a little so I can really set okay. this up. Um, okay. So great. Shanique and Zay, they're together. Yes. Ray and Jake. So April's ex yes. and Zay's ex. Ray, Ray. And Jake. Cool. Now, what I thought was a boss bitch move for April, as long as it was true and not trying to be manipulative as to convince Jake to be with her, but. April straight up says, he's a great man. He's made me who I am today. Soak it all up. Like she really like throws Jake a nice bone. It seemed genuine. 
I thought so too. I thought so too. I'm just always apprehensive because I'm like, again, I haven't seen enough of her to fully say. But in that yeah, moment, totally. I was like, damn, April, like, good for you, for girl, sure. for like accepting it and just being like, look, Jake's a great dude. Like, okay, amazing. And so after that, April chooses Hunter after kind of explaining like Nate we want the same things but she and I said this I was like I applaud this choice that April made because she's saying like you know this guy can hold space for my emotions and that's something that I've never felt really safe or like held by so I want to explore that and I was like way to think outside of your normal box like that's great Mm -hmm. you're just confirming belief but then Alexis chimes in and goes it's unrealistic for you to think that I'm going to be happy for you which is funny because a second ago, April just did Jake a solid and was like, wish you all the best, you know? Yeah. Um, and she freaks out and is like, you know, I I came here, like, and if Hunter says yes to April, then, like, I'm just going to go home. And then Hunter stands <sighs> up and says, I want to be with Alexis. And now <gasps> we don't know. Yeah. Did I miss that whole thing? You must it. have. Yeah. Wow. So that's where the episode ends is him, is him standing up being like, I want to be with Alexis. So <sighs> I'm waiting to see if he's like Joshin, if he's like going to say that and not and be like, but I want to be with Alexis, but I need to see how this goes. Right. I right. don't know if it's going to be a but or if he's like straight up like, OK, yeah, let's go and get hitched. Dang. Yeah. I really oh don't God. know. I want him to explore April. Me too. But we don't know how I don't we don't know how he feels about her. We only we know, know how she feels about him. I mean, with you mean Hunter and Alexis, how yeah. Hunter feels about No. Him. No, From, I don't know. We don't know how how Hunter feels about April. Got you. Yeah, no we don't. We don't. He could just be a good he could just be out here existing as a good dude and and April's like, "I want you." Yeah, and she's like, "Nah." <laughs> Um, I want my I want my pushy girlfriend but that's yeah who (laughs) wants a gold digger um and doesn't want to live with me before we get married anyway which is like to each their own it's just that he's expressed that he would like that so it's like what town are they in they must be in some sort of southern or bible belt situation yeah I'm getting getting lots of like conservative uh, you know we should google that I don't because yeah, I don't I know. Yeah. Um, should that's our cliffhanger. Should we do red flag, green flag? Let's do red flag, green flag. Okay. What's your red flag? I'm dying to know. My red flag is Madeline trying to be like, oh, my pussy's platinum, baby. Basically, <laughs> like that's what totally. that's like what she's trying to lead with. Um, totally. That's my red flag. Is like she is literally sex bombing this guy to like create this fantasy in his mind about what being with her would be like, and it 100%. just one hundred percent was so ick factor with me. One hundred percent. Okay, that was gonna be mine, but I'm a, I'm gonna let you Sorry. have it because no, listen, <laughs> pussy platinum for the name alone, you know, I earned that title, queen. You earned that title. Okay, my red flag is uh, Colby um, selling the like partnership marriage fantasy to Lauren and and to your point what you mentioned he's so he feels so strongly about Madeline that this effort feels like a little bit more than just him like connecting with others pretty naturally it feels like people pleasing wanting to be liked mixed with I desperately need to distract myself from the fact that the person that I love is is trying to go fuck other people and I think he's trying to make her jealous. Yeah. Ooh. 
Okay. Big red flag. Big red flag. Um, Green flag. Green flag is Hunter just sitting there and validating these women when they yeah. come to him in tears. He's just yeah. like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Champ, mm-hmm. champ. Love that. That's hot. Yeah. Keep it up, super. Hunter. He's a, he's a gem. I, there's there's more to learn about him. Um, My green flag. Actually, I'm going to give it to April. I was going to give it to, to Shanique. I was going to give it to Shanique for choosing, like, a good feeling versus, like, uh, like an easy, we want the same thing type of partnership. Yeah. But I'm going to give it to um, April because I think that she's showing signs of like wanting to have a lot more awareness of herself yeah. in her Agreed. relationship patterns. She's she's recognizing the ways in which she's been pretty needy, pretty pushy. Now, granted, Jake has fully been allowing that to happen. He's not speaking up for himself. What is one to do? In that situation where a partner is just giving you everything you want, you're going to keep going for it. Um, but I appreciate that she's, she's, <laughs> hold on, I'm going to get to the thought that just made me giggle in a second, but <laughs> she's looking to like continue to learn more about herself. She says that when she does choose Hunter, even though I now I'll learn that that's not actually really even going to happen. Maybe um, <laughs> she wa- she's committed to using this experience to learn more about the ways in that she can improve as a partner. And I really fucking dig that. Me too. I am going to give her an honorary red flag for talking about herself in the third person so much. <laughs> I do that sometimes. And it's okay, so I'm well, like, oh my God, I should. I don't really know how her, it. I don't know how her doing it made you feel, but for me in one moment. No, it made moment, me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I and so I was like, like oh my God, do I, I don't think I do it as often as her, but like, I definitely mm. do it. Like Alex is on one today. Like I'll be like that. <laughs> yeah well it was just she she just kept being like you know april april's trying to be a mommy and i'm like ah. <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry for anyone that's ever made uncomfortable talking Listen, about myself in the third forth, person move forth and prosper you know, you, life hack switch it to your girl your girl. Your girl. I do yeah. say that too. I'll be like, yeah, yeah your there girl's you go. on them today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you That's go. That's less bad. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, this guys, for a... always giving me feedback <laughs> so I can work on this myself. Is... Totally. This has been a really fun episode. It's been no. so fun. <laughs> it's been really um, fun. I don't even have any timestamps. Me neither. Look at us. <laughs> go Matt. Matt's go Matt. had an easy job this week. Easy job. Um, Let's not screw okay. it up for him. I know. Let's just, uh, let's end it here. Okay. Okay. Where can you, we continue to look forward to new, um, uh, ultimatum episodes. Also, you guys, please go to our website. We are opening up the opportunity to have free 30 minute sessions live on the podcast together where we tackle a specific issue in your like dating and relationship life. We'd love to hear from you. So you want to go to our website, www.ditchscriptpod.com. And you can also submit our like typical email questions there. Um, if you want to find us on social medias, our Instagram and TikTok is Ditch the Script Pod. Um, go, come hang go out off. with us. Yeah. What did I miss? Did I miss anything? No, you killed it. Ah, um, thanks. Leave us a rating and review if you love us, yeah. because we love you. We love us. Oh. <laughs> we also I said we love us. us. <laughs> We do love you, but right now I'm only talking to you and me, so I love us. I love us too. All right, until next time. Until next time, (laughs) y'all. Love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Peace and love.